Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. Welcome to episode 79 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and it is good to be back in the saddle here. You are back. Uh, yeah, it feels good. I'm you telling are you. back. You had the COVID. Your wife had the COVID. I have not seen you since Christmas Eve. I know. It's been a long time. That's, that was like six years how, ago. How could you do that? I mean, you it, know, it just was, not see me. It was a very peaceful couple of weeks, to be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, it was great for you, I'm sure. How's it feel to be back? How's it feel to be back? Because this is the first time you've left the house. Yes, it is. I've been isolated since that time because we just don't want to pass it on. the first time you left the house was this morning to get here to record this episode of the podcast. This and, is my first and thing. And you had an accident before Christmas. You got in a car, little car wreck. Fender and, bender, yeah. And you don't have a car anymore. And so you had to Uber here this morning. <laughs> I did. That's how much I wanted to be how, here. You Ubered over. How was that? It was fine. Shout out to Joseph. He did a great job. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've never it was great. Ubered before. It's easy. It's simple. It's so much better than a taxi. I've well, done you, taxis. Maybe before. you shouldn't get a car. Just Uber. It is a little expensive. If is it really? There and back end up costing me almost forty dollars. Forty dollars there and back. But here it was only like fourteen eighty two. It cost you fourteen dollars to come to work this morning. It did. It's okay. Tomorrow it won't because I'll have, to, I'll have Kelly's car. I'm about to buy you lunch, I guess, or something. <laughs> I thought it was like three bucks. It used to be. It's really, I think this time of morning is really tough because of the airport, people trying to get to the airport. First so when thing you and, get on the Uber and you reserve your car, you just, it shows you what the fee is going to be. Yeah, you, you know, you know beforehand. Yeah. Like I Ubered from one time recently from, I don't know, a store back to home because my car had died. Gotcha. And uh, it was only, it was six bucks. So that's okay. kind of was out, yeah, what I, I was that, expecting. Yeah. So Anyway, it wasn't this time. Right. The only Uber, and it's not really Uber, when I was in Cambodia, I used the Cambodian <laughs> version of Uber. It was really wild. Wow. Because, yeah, they didn't send a car for me. They sent a tuk-tuk. A tuk-tuk. Is that yeah. one little three-wheel yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go and you just like tuk-tuk Uber, man. It was really wild. They send this little tuk-tuk guy, and he sends tuk-tuk, you pay him whatever it was, 35 cents, and he takes you all over 35 the world. 35 cents, I'm sure, yeah. It was crazy. We had yeah. like four people in a tuk-tuk. I, well, that's another story for another day. Oh, but man. That's my only Uber experiences in Cambodia on a tuk-tuk. Well, the Ubers are great. The people are nice, and they really, they really do a great job. Just a little pricey for me. But anyway, um, you know, everybody appreciate you listening and all that uh, you've done to get the word out and um, continue to do that. And however you do it on your social media, continue to do that as well. Well, pastor, you know, I like to love people I like to love, you know, I mean, it's so easy that way. Yeah. You know, I want to love them. Uh, I don't say I want to separate these people out, but I just kind of hang around people I love, you know, that's kind of how we, that's how it works, how we're made. Uh, so we often want to love people. I think that are like us, you know, believe like us, act like us, talk like us, everything else like us. And, um, if everyone could just be like me, you know, then this idea of love your neighbor would be easy, a whole lot easier. <laughs> but, you know, I have to ask, is that what Jesus is talking about when he says to yeah. love our neighbors, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of been my issue all my life. It's it's easy to love those people that are easy to love. And it's hard to love people that are hard to love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what we're talking about today. How that's to right. love difficult people. Five ways to love difficult people. And the reason why we're talking about this, Trey, is because on Sunday mornings, we're in a series of messages mm-hmm. uh, about the fruit of the Spirit and how Christ wants to produce in us His character. Mm-hmm. And we've said on Sunday mornings, you've been around, you've been listening, that that ultimately Jesus is the fruit of the Spirit, that He embodies every one of those character qualities, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness, and faithfulness. He is it. And He's it for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Jesus is the fruit of the Spirit, I mean, He is patient toward us. He is, you know, faithful to us. He is loving to us. He is the fruit of the Spirit for us, right? And so that's been our challenge this year, because in the crazy world we live in, we believe that it is right now just of the utmost important that we as the people of Jesus Amen. live as the people of Jesus and not like the people of this world. That's right. And that's been tough because over this last year, I know for me and probably for you too, Trey, it's been very easy with all the challenges to live more like the world in my character, always angry, bitter, wanting to fuss and all that kind of stuff rather than actually working on allowing the spirit to uh, develop in me the character of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, one thing you said in the message this past week, which was just very powerful to me, is you said that love is basically the root of all the rest of the fruit yeah, of the yeah, Spirit. Yeah, if yeah. we don't have love, the rest of yeah. it's kind of irrelevant. All the other qualities of the so, fruit of the Spirit grow out of love. So that's why it's so important that we do understand what love is yeah, and how, yeah. how so to go So we talked about, about Love Sunday, but I want us just to get a little deeper yeah, into yeah. it here on the podcast and particularly focus in on, on those difficult people that are hard for us to love. And so what I want to do, though, is, is put back on the table because we, we gave this definition of love on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but I want to put back on the table again because I think it's so helpful. And it's that, that definition. I think I've shared it several times over the course of, of my time here at Northwood and different messages. And, and it comes from Paul David Tripp. And, and so Paul David Tripp, I don't know if you've read much of his stuff. He's, he's a great author. He, he's written... Um, one of my favorite books that he wrote, if, if you're... And if I you're, love his stash. He's got a great mustache. He's a <laughs> fashionable guy. He is, If, if you Google him, he just, he just, he, he, he's a fashionata, man. He dresses, mm-hmm. he dresses really impressed. I couldn't pull off his look. But <laughs> anyway, um, What Did You Expect is a, a book he wrote on marriage. And it's a very, very practical, helpful book on marriage. If you're looking for a good book to read on marriage, I would highly recommend that book. He, he's written a couple of parenting books. Just He's written a lot of, of very helpful, mm-hmm. helpful stuff. And so his definition of love, again, some of you have heard this already because you've heard me read it before uh, from the stage. He says, love is willing self-sacrifice for the good of another that does not require reciprocation or that the person being loved is deserving. As we said Sunday morning, that's exactly how Jesus loves us. It's a, a sacrificial love, laid down his life for us, knowing that as he laid down his life for us, there will be many who would not reciprocate his love, who'd reject his love, mm-hmm. but still he chose to love anyway. Mm. And he chose to love all of us who do not deserve his love. And so that's the kind of love that we're called to imitate, just the love. To sacrifice, to give of ourselves, knowing that when we give of, of ourselves to others, there are going to be those people who do not reciprocate the love that we give. And, and there are going to be times that God calls us to love people that are not deserving of our love. Amen. But that's what love is. And it's, it's not an emotion or a feeling per se. I mean, it is emotional, you know, I mean, but, but, but that's not what love is a choice. Love is a choice to um, give of yourself to somebody because you really do want the best for them. You want God's will to be accomplished in their lives. And so that's what love is. And I think that's a very helpful definition for us to think about, especially when we talk about loving people that are hard to love. Amen. Amen. Well, I think the first one is, uh, I love that you're starting with this. And it's number one, remember that you are not as easy to love as you think you are. (laughs) 
<laughs> Trey, did you know this? I, I, I hate to burst your bubble, but you're kind of hard to love. I know. And I, I just can't believe it. I just <laughs> right? can't believe it. So. And I'm kind of hard to love too. That, that we, we think about difficult people that we struggle to demonstrate love to, but the reality is we're all difficult people. Mm-hmm. We all have annoying habits. We all have hangups. We all have things about us. Now watch this, that are unlovable. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's tough to believe that, but you know, yeah. you just can't imagine. That's why I started with what I said. Why can't everybody be like me type right. idea? Right. So. But we, we all, so, so just uh, to understand that about ourselves, that, that, that we all have those habits, those hangups, those things that make us a little more challenging to love. Mm. Right. So what is it for you, Trey? What's, what's hard to love about you? Uh, I'm very opinionated. You're very opinionated. About all kinds of things. About all kinds of things. Yeah. Especially with my family. Yeah, people on the outside don't know how opinionated I am because I try to try to hide it a little bit more deference. Yeah, but uh, but with my family, they know. So yeah, so we we all have those things. I mean, I'm probably pretty opinionated too around the house or my family or you know. For me, I mean, I think about you know, I try to be kind of a lighthearted, humorous guy, um, but sometimes my humor can be taken the wrong way, and Mm. so you know, I I can be a little bit sarcastic in my humor sometimes, and and so that can make it difficult to want to be around me. I think sometimes. So, but all that to say. We have people in mind that we think, man, they're just hard to love. But, you know, you are too. Yeah, exactly. You are too. And exactly. you think about the different kinds of people that that are hard for us to love. I mean, you think about, man, that person, it's just hard for me to be around him because he's just always grumpy about everything. Mm. Or that person, she's hard to be around because, man, she just won't stop stop talking about politics. They're, that person just overzealous. Every time I get around them, it's, it's they just got to state their case and be opinionated and all those kinds of things. Or, man, he's just mean-hearted or, you know, whatever the case may be. We can think about all these different mm-hmm. characteristics of people that, that tend to make us want to stay away from them and avoid yep. them and not invest in them because man, they just grate our nerves. Oh yeah, I, well, we've all got people. In we our all lives have people like, like that. that. But you're that person too. Amen. And I'm that person too. That thing that 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 grates your nerves about somebody else. I promise you, they're probably looking at you thinking, man, there's that, they, what he does grates my nerves. Yeah, you know, I, I I think about people. I'm, you know, as I walk up to them, they're rolling their eyes. Oh boy. Yeah. Here he comes again. Yeah. They're right. Right. And so <laughs> no, just I know that happens. Yeah. So just that realization that hey, at the end of the day. Every one of us are sinful. That's right. Every one of us are imperfect. Every one of us, we're, we, we, we hurt people in some way. I mean, I know oftentimes unintentionally, but mm-hmm. we do. We're, we're hurtful people. Mm-hmm. Uh, every one of us, we're selfish. Oh, boy, that's the right? big one. That's the big I mean, one. We are all difficult people. Yet, even though we're all difficult people, Jesus has chosen to love us. And every single just, one of us, right? It's just unbelievable to think that he can do that, you know? And here's what every one of us do. We're all difficult people, but every person... We expect to be loved. Mm. We're all difficult, and we all expect to be loved. And not only do we all expect to be loved, we all, right? You do it, Trey. I do it. We all expect to be accepted as who we are. And I know that because I said, well, that's just who I that's am. That's just who I am. Yeah, accept yeah. me for who I am. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then we are unwilling to accept somebody else for who they are. Mm-hmm. Accept me for who I am, but I ain't going to accept you for who you are. In other words, we want people to extend grace to us, but we're not willing to extend grace exactly, the other direction. Exactly. And remembering ourselves that Jesus accepts you exactly for who you are. And he begins to do a work of grace in your life and change you into who he wants you to be. Mm-hmm. I know there are people that, that we all have that are difficult for us to be around, but it really starts by pointing the finger at yourself and saying, you know what? I'm a pretty difficult person too. Mm. And and God accepts me for where I am and he loves me. And if, if I'm asking people to accept me for who I am, 
then I need to extend that same grace and accept people for who they are. Amen. That's a toughie. You know, I, I think men tend to be more that way. Uh, men just, ugh. We're hard to be around. We're self-centered. I mean, we're self-focused. Like I said, it you was know? very peaceful right here for a couple of weeks while you were away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just thought I'd give you all that that grace. That was a wonderful right? grace to give to you. It was a great Christmas gift. Amen. All right. Well, number two, uh, remember also that difficult people aren't going away. They're not. Yep. Newsflash. You can avoid difficult people all you want. And maybe right now you're thinking of someone that you just don't like to be around. It's that coworker, that family member, that mm. member of our church or someone in your social network that you're doing your very best is to stay away from. You're, you're, you're just disengaged from their lives. But, but here's reality. There's somebody else who's difficult too. There's always difficult people. You, you try to avoid one, then another is going to pop up. I mean, mm-hmm. you just can't get away uh, from, from difficult people. They're, they're always going to be around. And so again, as you think about this, um, you can't change difficult people. Mm. That that person who's co- constantly annoys you because he's overly opinionated or that, that person who constantly annoys you uh, because of whatever, you mm. can't change him. You can't change her. But what you can change is the way that you respond to that person. And, and that's our problem, isn't it, Trey, that we, we are a people who often uh, want to change other people. And, and we'll even be critical. We'll say to our our spouse, for example, or to our kids, if you would just, yeah. if you would just do this, man, it would make all the difference in the world. If you would just do this, it would make all the difference in the world. And we, we oftentimes make those kinds of statements in a very critical or judgmental way. And, and those statements, there might be a grain of truth to that. If my spouse or if my kids or if my coworker, if they would just do this, it, it, it might help them. But the reality is, instead of taking that that critical approach where we say, if you would just do this, if you would just change this about you, you would be more likable or lovable. And instead of pointing inward and saying, you know what, it ain't my job to change that person. I can, I can, I can instead change me. Mm-hmm. I can change how I respond to that person. I can change the way I show love to that person. I can change the way I listen to that person. I can change the way that uh, I demonstrate care to that person. I can't change them. I can't change their annoying habits. I can't change uh, their viewpoints necessarily. I can't change whatever, but I can change the way that I respond to that difficult person. So again, I think the best way we're going to handle difficult people is going to be that inward approach where we're looking in, hey, I'm difficult as well. I can't change them, but I can change me. Difficult people are always going to be around. I can't avoid them. There's always going to be difficult people because the world is full of difficult people. Everyone is a difficult person. Mm -hmm. And so I've got to change my perspective and how I um, treat that person. Here's a Christian artist that uh, I don't know if this is his whole album, but uh, one of his songs was Speak Life. Mm. And I think if we're going to impact lives, we've got to be able to speak life into the difficult yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, or, or we to when they see us extending grace, yeah. our goal is for them to learn to extend grace as well so yeah. that they are not the complainers and they're right. not the, right. the, the murmurers and everything else. It's, uh, but it's still difficult. It's still yeah. difficult to do. Because every one of us, we've been affected by someone mm-hmm. who's shown us genuine love. Amen. In every spite, single, every one, single of us. one of us. In spite of our imperfections, in spite of our difficulties, we've all had somebody come along in our lives, whether it was a spouse, a mentor, a friend, you know, a parent, a mama, a mama <laughs> a, right, a daddy, who, who did accept us for who we are and, and knew how to approach us. You know, my mom used to tell me, and I never got it, but I do now, she would say, I love you. I will always love you, but I do not like yeah, how you're yeah, acting right yeah, now, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we love in spite yeah. and she loved me through that and got me through, yeah. you know, that's the blessing. Yeah. You can make a tremendous impact on the lives of people just by how you choose 
to treat them. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. So remember, uh, number one, that you're not as easy to love as you think you are, that you, uh, the difficult people aren't going away. And number three, you pray and put on. Right. That, that's what we're talking about right now on Sunday mornings, this idea of, of God wants to do it work in you. He wants to develop the character of Christ, but you have a responsibility uh, to allow God's spirit to work in you, to submit to his work. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so a great passage, Trey, and, and if you're listening, you, you've probably heard this passage before you've read it. It's a familiar passage. It's Colossians 3, uh, 12 through 14. And it says this, therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, mm. bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And if anyone has a grievance against another, uh, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also are to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Wow. That's a choice though, Trey. I mean, you, you see what Paul says. He says, put on. Mm-hmm. You have to make the determination. You have to wake up every single day and decide what you're going to put on. Mm. Right. That's 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 what living for Christ is yeah. all about. And, and therein lies the problem because most of us every day, by default, get up and make the decision to put on what grumpiness. <laughs> right. I don't know negativity. Man. Default, I guess, is the key word default, there. I don't default. ever think that I'm grumpy until all of a sudden I realize I'm in the middle of right? it. And I said, "Why am I being yeah, so grumpy?" Yeah, that's a choice that we're making. It might uh, be not. It might not be a deliberate decision. It's unintentional. We don't think mm-hmm. about it. But but that's the problem, Trey. That's the problem. And that's I think hopefully as we're going through this series together, um, this is is being you know heard in our hearts and minds. The the, the problem with many of us is that we don't think. Mm. We don't think about our attitude. Mm. We don't think about those areas which we need to grow in. We don't think about the needs of others before our own. We don't think. We just get up and do whatever we want, right? What comes natural to us instead of thinking about the supernatural work that God wants to do within us. And so so Paul says, man, it's intentional because if you don't think, you are going to put on the natural. Oh, yeah. By definitely. default, you're going to put on the grumpiness. You're going to put on the negativity. You're going to put on the judgmentalism. You're going to put on the criticism and all those things that tend to hurt people. But if you get up and think about it every day, pray, God, help me to put on compassion, Amen. grace, love, humility. And, and I love what Paul says, right? He says, bearing with one another. Wow. That's a big one. It, it's, it's an acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. I know people are difficult. I know there's potential to have conflict between me and this person because we think differently, differently. I know it, but I'm going to bear with, even when we don't see eye to eye and don't agree on everything, I'm going to put on compassion and humility and bear with one another for the sake of love, for the sake of unity. It's, it, it, it really is a daily decision that many of us, whether we realize it or not, are just not making. We're just mm. not making that decision every day to give us, okay, God, these are the things I need to put on today so that I can show love well, even to difficult people. You know, we also talk about putting on the full armor of God, but I wonder if we should put on the full love of God. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, this is kind of the way to do it. And this scripture, uh, you know, as we read this right now, this needs to be on every one of our mirrors in the bathroom. Absolutely. It needs to be wherever we are and talk about compassion and kindness and humility, gentleness and all those things and bearing with one another. So, and again, it's just, you know, thinking, thinking, you know, how would your life be different if you actually did this? Mm -hmm. How would my life be different you think about all the division that is in our culture right now, how would we better serve our culture 
if we would put on these things that Paul is talking about. This is it. This, I mean, we got to get this because I think many of us, we've grown in our knowledge of Jesus, right? We've grown in what we understand theology and Bible history and all that kind of stuff. We've, we've grown some in that, Mm -hmm. but, but are we growing in this, the character of Christ? Because it's living out the character of Christ that really is going to make a difference in our world. Well, some some reason we think that the more knowledge we get, the better we are. Yeah, and that's almost, you know, I think First Corinthians thirteen says knowledge puffs up. Right, right. Um, and love is a different. It's just yeah. different. You need the knowledge. To deal with that. You need the character. You need it all. Put yeah, it all do. on. Right. Yeah, you do. You do. So uh, we pray and put on number four. Move toward, and this is probably the most difficult. Not away. Yeah, and we talked about this for a little bit Sunday morning that. Those there are difficult people in your life, again, whoever it is that annoys you for whatever reason, or maybe has even hurt you, uh, that that you're moving away from. Yeah. But here's the reality: is that as you are daily praying and daily striving to put on these things that Paul calls us to put on, God is probably going to challenge you to move towards someone that you've been avoiding. Mm-hmm. And so for you, the question that you need to ask and I need to ask every day, okay, God, who is it? Who is it that I'm avoiding that you're calling me to move toward in love? Because that difficult person that you're having a hard time with, what might happen if instead of moving away from them, you move toward them? What might happen in your relationship with that person? What might happen uh, for the sake of the gospel? What kind of opportunities would it up? Because that difficult person might be difficult for a lot of people to love. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, because we, I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, we know people like that. Mm. We know people that nobody wants to be around. Yeah. But what if you were that person that wanted to be around them? And, wow. and you showed that person some care and compassion. What, what could that open up for that person? And what that does, Trey, what that does, it, it, it just shows, right? It shows that you really are interested in the heart of people when you do that. And that's what we're called to be about right? Mm-hmm. We're not called to be about all the political stuff. I mean, we need to make a difference in our culture, salt and light and all those kind of things and stand for truth. And, you know, those things are important, but, but, but it's more important for people to know, man, that you really love them with the love of Jesus and you want God's will for their lives. Amen. So move toward, not away. You know, I think uh, getting back to the family relationship, you know, as, as teenagers, we pretty much thought that our parents were like, nuts Mm. you know that i'll never be like them i'll never act like them i'll never talk like them and yet as you continue to develop that relationship you mature in your relationship what happens you start to love your parents in ways unconditionally absolutely you know absolutely and uh but it's all because you invested back into that yeah and you never got it well I never did anyway. Yeah. I never got away from my parents. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's, that, that's a microcosm of how we yeah. can deal with other people as well as invest back in, even when it's hard, you know, even when you feel like, and part of it might be your maturity issue as well. So yeah. just be aware of that. Yeah. The years ago when I was pastoring in Louisiana, I had um, a lady come into our church. And the reason why she came to our church, because her family was there. And so it kind of felt like obligation. I need to be yeah. there because my family's there and I want to show up. And, and, um, and she she was a homosexual, mm-hmm. and her experience in the church had been that over the years, because of her lifestyle choice, uh, she had been treated poorly by the church. She yeah. had been rejected, and and all those kinds of things. And you know, while we as you know evangelical Christians, Bible believing Christians, would would say her lifestyle is a sinful choice, um, you know, again, we're called to love people. Amen. Amen. Because we're all sinners. And so, so, you know, she had been coming for a while and, um, 
I didn't know much about her. I knew, you know, her family. I knew that, you know, she was a, a practicing homosexual. And so I said, hey, let's go out to lunch one day. I just want to, I just want to hear your story. Mm-hmm. And so we went to lunch and uh, we spent a couple hours talking together. And here's what she said to me in that conversation. Uh, she said, no pastor has ever taken the time to take me out to eat and just listen to my story. Wow. That's now, simple. I, yeah, I wish, you know, I could say that her life was radically changed by the gospel that day, but, and it wasn't. We, we had an, a good relationship. We had plenty of conversations, but, you know, I mean, here she was. She had been coming to church, yet all she'd experienced was judgment and just that simple act of love. Mm-hmm. It just spoke volumes to her. Amen. And that was a huge lesson for me, just to be willing to take the time to sit down and to run towards people that I otherwise might not run towards. Amen. Yeah. I, I know uh, with um, the situation in Boston with my son, he's been able to invest yeah, he in a, people of alter, right, alternate right. lifestyles and to see the, uh, again, the beginnings of life change. And yeah. then eventually some have literally yeah, changed I've, their I've lives. Why? Because he was willing to move towards them, That's not away exactly. from There's them. There's power in that power, gospel changing power, moving Amen. towards people, not away. Amen. So, uh, so how do, how do we uh, pursue someone? Give give us some. Uh, let's say that we're in that situation. Yeah. How would we go about doing that? Just uh, asking them out for coffee, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's one is making the choice. It's okay. prayerfully making the choice. Okay, that that I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to make that choice to pursue someone. And and it is. And we talked about it for a bit Sunday morning. It it is the gift of time. I think you know, mm. one of the most loving. Wow things you can do for somebody is just to give them the gift of time. We are all relational people. We all want to be loved. And so taking someone out to coffee or text messaging them or whatever, just to know that you're interested in their lives is a big deal. And mm-hmm. and we talked about as well Sunday morning uh, is giving the gift of time and knowing that even in giving the gift of time, you're giving time to people that you might not agree with, but it is, you know, every person is made in the image of God. Amen. Right? Every person. And so if every person is made in the image of God, you can find something Mm -hmm. to encourage that person with, right? I might not agree with your lifestyle. Your lifestyle might be sinful against the will of God, Mm. but here's what I do see in you. I see you a heart that that wants to to love people, or I see a heart in you that wants to do the right thing, or whatever it might be. Just finding a way to encourage, I mean, that blesses people, and that opens up the door for gospel conversation. I mean, I think about Jesus, and you think about the woman who was caught in adultery. Wow. He did not agree with that lifestyle. He did not agree. Go and sin no more. <laughs> yeah. But he showed gentleness. Amen. He showed compassion. Amen. He encouraged her, go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. All those things powerful. mattered. Amen. Powerful. I bet her life was never the same after that. I know it wasn't. Right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So we move toward and not away. And then fifth, we give God thanks that he chooses to love difficult people. Praise God. Amen. That's where we end. Praise God. Because every one of us, we're all difficult. And, and in spite of our difficulties, our sin, our selfishness, our annoying habits, God chooses to love us. He pursues us. He gives his son wow. Jesus for us, right? He forgives us and makes us whole and makes us into somebody he wants us to be. Amen. God loves difficult people and praise the Lord because every one of us were loved by God and we can respond to his love through faith in Jesus Christ. That's a good thing. While we were still enemies, mm. Christ Romans died 5, for 8. us. That's wow. exactly right. Yeah. Amen. Well, Pastor, this has been a great reminder. You know, uh, loving is easy until it's not. 
<laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and I just think it's so important that that we go back to that uh, verse that you talked about in Colossians chapter three, mm-hmm. and just start to put that on every, every morning. Day. Every Make that decision. Morning. Amen. Well, Pastor, this has been great, and thank you so much for bringing this up. And I do want to encourage everybody to at least listen to the message. Come yeah. join us on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, I think be helpful. Uh, this is going to be some powerful yeah. things on fruit yeah. of the spirit. It's, we're looking forward. to We that. all need it. I need it. It's been good for me. Been really good for me to Amen. remind myself of these things. So, Amen. Absolutely. Well, why don't you close this out, Pastor? All right. We hope the day has been helpful for you and encouragement and blessing. We are glad that Pops is back. I am glad. Back from the other side, and it's good to be sitting across the table for him. Hey, if this has been helpful for you, go ahead and do share this with a friend today and make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. If you leave us a five-star review, that's very helpful as well. Helps us get the word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.